That's right, everybody. It's time and it's relevant to talk about the Batman, except without the the in front of it. Because we're going to be talking about 1989's Batman tonight on another episode of the podcast formerly known as Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! So what's so, our symbol? What's your symbol? Yeah, some arabesh dice traditionally. I thought it was a dildo <laughs> or something. I don't know. Oh, whoa, what? Whoa. Yep. Whoa. You can't say that. Wait a minute. He's yeah. This is a clean podcast. Now that Howie yeah. knows my niece listens, he's just going to keep going for the gold early. Oh gosh. He's gonna, <laughs> wow. He's he's wow. Now he, you got to change that. Box, oh man, I almost died. Okay, so I got it <laughs> again. Let me try that again. I'm having issues today. I gotta say, Prince. I mean, that's that's a good soundtrack and everything and all. But I'm kind of partial to the uh, to the seal on the Joel Schumacher little "Kiss from a Rose." That's, oh yeah, yeah dude. The best song. <laughs> Dude, we are all like seal. Yeah, that was uh, that was the best part of that Joel Schumacher movie. I don't know. Nicole Kidman <laughs> was kind of hot at the time. That helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and Seal was married to Heidi Klum. That was good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seal Seal had the Heidi Klum thing going, and all the on the things on his face had the Klumers. His unique his unique facial things. Truth. I don't even know what Truth. what that was the result of. But it didn't matter because he's such a stinking handsome man that it, yeah. he was like awesomer because of it. Like, oh man, that sings about a that dude's singing about a, a kiss from a rose, but he looks like he on won a street fight. The grave, <laughs> on, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. like a childhood a grave road kiss. God, his face. Yeah, I remember here. Yeah. I, I know I heard the story at some point, probably you, but. from someone not affiliated in any way with Seal. Yeah, on something that had nothing to do with Seal, but just don't make a joke about it. No. Yeah. Be careful. Well, you might get careful with the jokes. Don't, don't you, oh, don't. Oh, wait, yeah, wait. Over there. I'm here. I come. <laughs> no. Uh, uh oh. Get Seal's name out of your effing oh. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Dude. Get it, Seal's messed up. It face was a seal out of joke. your effing mouth. I will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and accept my word later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We have several prominent figures that want to come down and console you for being an a-hole. <laughs> yeah, never mind the guy that got hit. <laughs> oh, we could go on and on. Oh, man. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I never get old. I right? know. This, it, we're still in the week of the, of the, the rock slap. And, around the world. Yeah. And I, honest to God, have been eating up. I am not getting tired of the memes. The memes. The, memes <laughs> the goofy great. videos where somebody just like decided to make a claymation version. <laughs> of oh, it. I've seen the Lego version. Oh, Lego I haven't version? seen Lego. <laughs> See, I still got stuff to consume. <laughs> and it's just brilliant. It's brilliant because, and you know, it's first off, when a celebrity screws up, we <laughs> all get a little hungry, right? But this was so out of left flip and field yeah, right. that it's hilarious because, you know what, right before we start recording, you're showing me uh, uh, where you, how you texted it earlier yeah. 
a video. It's literally a, a the more you know PSA from way back in the day. <laughs> oh, yes. Not a fake one. This right. is a real one. Real where deal. Will Smith's telling you not to get physical when somebody comes up and insults your girl. Like he's literally talking like you at the club and some dude tries to square up with you, man, don't 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 hit nobody. He's a bigger man. And then you know, and like I was watching a video of Will Smith on Arsenio Hall making fun of a bald dude in the band Aww. and then saying, "Oh, it's just jokes, man. Don't get mad. It's just jokes. I'm just making bald jokes." And it's I'm like, "Okay, when it's a dude." <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just I'm just saying <sighs> the irony just makes it more entertaining. <laughs> that well, and I'm going to go ahead and say that well, the Smith balding, family isn't known for being well, er, for all the normal. bald and balding people out there, I support Will Smith. Yeah. Actions. Yeah, it's enough. Time <laughs> for the bald to rise up, dude. That you have male pattern baldness. Not you don't have alopecia. You're being an ableist. <laughs> We're in the a, a alopecia balding community. So. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. That was I did not watch the Oscars because Nobody I find did. it. Who I know oh. six hundred thousand more people after the slap. Yeah, that's right. The Nielsen ratings <laughs> jumped up six hundred thousand right after I the mean, slap because it literally as it happened, people were tweeting it out <laughs> in the audience. There's video of people grabbing their phones and immediately right. tweeting, and not just like up on the mezzanine. Like down in the pit, <laughs> there's like A-listers grabbing their phones and oh, texting friends and shit, stuff like that. Happened. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, I you know Denzel is often a man of wise words, and his whole thing saying the devil gonna come get you when you're yeah. at your at your best moment at your highest. That's where he tries, and I'm like that. I mean, that's that's more or less what happened. Dude <laughs> lost it on yeah. the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the night of nights from the this. night of you know? nights. The pressure was there. You know, the school didn't pan uh, out because of all the Scientology. <laughs> the <laughs> you know about their school, right? The school. He's inside. He's a Scientologist. He, no, wait, okay. Technically, no. They'll get real mad if you ask them that. He's but in the school. Him he's, and his he's, wife. He's taking the entrance. No, 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 no. It's better. Well, they have been. They have hung out at the celebrity center, right? You guys are gonna get us canceled. That, well, <laughs> so what we're going for, guys. So, so, so that's all right. I got, I got people we're, in Clearwater. We're I got, so, I got pull. We're so <laughs> under the radar. They, <laughs> they, they, uh, the oh, no, they'll find you. They hung out at the celebrity center, and then so they started a school. A private school that they thought was going to teach kids in ways that were way better than anybody else's brains could keep from melting if they tried to comprehend. Hmm. And the school failed miserably because everybody immediately went, this is like 30% Scientology. Like, no <laughs> lie. Wow. It was full. And and so, and then Jada, you know, who she was a woman, wheel, man? you know, Jada, who always takes criticism well, um, Apparently. and in stride and with a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Laugh it off. <clears throat> She uh, responded with like, <laughs> you know, we're thing. students of all things. Like we take pieces of this, that, and we roll it into all that. I'm like, yeah, but you're still teaching kids Scientology. And that's kind of universally not. Food? Yeah. Smiled upon. <laughs> so the school failed and that shuttered. It didn't mm. last. Mm. And well, it's a sensitive subject. That and the whole, you know, open relationship yeah. thing. They're too big stuff. to fail, right? I, I mean, they Apparently. think they, they think are. They think or they're too are big they? Hey, reportedly, uh, before Will Smith even got his reward or award, which this must have happened fast. It's like we're talking like 15 minutes, right? Between the slap and him oh, getting yeah. best actor. It was pretty close. LAPD was in the back in the producer's office with Rock saying, we're, we will go take him out right now. 
like, if I was him, I'd be like, like wow. they literally were telling Chris Rock, he declined. He they, declined. yeah, this wasn't after the show, and and he said, no, 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 no. Right. He's like, I don't want anything like that. And so when they, uh, the producer like, went back out, and the yeah, security people yeah, told yeah. the producer, we are, re- we've asked him to leave, and he's refused. Do you want us to? Ask? So literally, Will Smith said, no, I ain't leaving. I'm having an emotional breakdown. Can't stay up. You know, Will Smith is contesting that. That story that, that happened. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, they yeah. claim they told him to leave, and he said no. And they right. said, "Do you want us to remove him?" This right. is now the security people, and the producer said, "That's not what Rock wants." So right. no, let it go. So, so I got some breaking news, guys. Oh uh, no! Here we go. I have no idea what this means, so maybe you can explain it to me. Uh, probably Will not, Smith, but we'll try. Will Smith, as of an hour ago, maybe has resigned from the Academy. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Don't That's, know what that means. So he's not waiting. Either. He's not waiting till April 16th to find out the judgment of a completely inconsequential group of people. There's <laughs> yeah, <that, laughs> like, no out. real way and is not going to affect his career in any way. So yeah, you right. don't even have to be a member of the Academy to get an Academy award, right? That's just to be a vote. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're a member of the Academy, you're voting. You don't have to be a member to be a nominee or I anything? I don't think so. But I don't think so no, I think you're just no. a voting person. Okay, so that means virtually nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Not well, sure I care too much. The, I doubt he'll be, he'll be back. Pretend to care. It's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I pretend to care that this is entertaining. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, got him. But Wait, before I'm all in. this. Damn it. But Howie. it's not. It's not. Uh, it means nothing. It, 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 it literally yeah. is entertainment this is some st- it's more entertainment for consumption yeah this is an entertainment podcast it's it's that's it's, why we're talking about this it. is why yeah, my mom there we go, full circle you know before before cell phones were a normal thing with web browsers this is why my mom had like the last three issues of star magazine and a magazine rack in the bathroom because if you're stuck there taking a duke you might as well read what celebrity did something dumb or got caught you know saying something dumb and and it's we we now get this stuff constantly. It's constantly available, so it's not right. a big deal anymore. So when someone goes and does something like this, this public in front of an international audience, and this audaciously, it's like, oh, we've raised the bar. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so it's kind of like, oh. You know, I oh. do have to say, though, Chris Rock. What a champ. Seriously, to like sit there and to keep his cool. Puts his hand down after like two seconds and doesn't even acknowledge his and chin. Actually, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the footage of him because they gave an award him. right afterwards. Yeah, and he's to Questlove. Of, he's kind of stands back a little bit. He almost looks punch drunk. Yeah, he's, he's like kind of half rolling like, his eyes like, what the hell is even going on? He looks at somebody, the, somebody, that friend or something and kind of rolls his eyes like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like, yeah okay. and they walk him off, but... I mean, and then then this whole thing comes out, and I'm like, well, I didn't watch the Oscars, but now I'm mad because Questlove got an Oscar, and nobody was listening. (laughs) Because everything going on, according to the people, the reporters in the mezzanine, everything going on down on the floor was chaos. Stars running from table to table. Everybody (laughs) trying to get in on it, self-importance and self-aggrandize and insert themselves. And poor Questlove's up there. And I, I heard him, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Fallon interviewed him for getting his award, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's he didn't even know what's going on because he was so doing he was doing transcendental meditation because he was so nervous right before they announced it. Oh yeah. That he, he had realize. no clue what was even happening on the stage. They oh, said his wow. name and he got up, walked up on stage, <laughs> had no idea. Wow. What was going on? That, that community where he walks in, Donald Glover walks in with the pizzas. You know the 
Yes. Everything's on fire and yes. people are dead. <laughs> yes. dead. Yeah, every, and he's just standing there like he's all he like, did was leave what? the apartment to get pizzas, come back. Pierce is laying on the floor, shot through the leg, bleeding out. Yeah. <laughs> True. That was the darkest timeline because that's where after in the credits you find out Troy tried to eat the flaming uh the flaming gnome and he yeah. had to have a voice thing put in because the flame he he tried to put out the flames with his mouth and it burned his throat. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> also that, was, that, that is the slow. Eartha Kit in an airplane bathroom episode ah, that Mike was confused right. about. We made a comment. Yep, there you um, go. Full there you go. Full circle. Yeah. Brought it all together. Brought it together. But yeah. More, more cliches. The slap. <laughs> It Amazing. used to be a canceled show on NBC. Now it's something that happened <laughs> now at the Oscars. Around the world. Now it's a thing. Oh, oh that's right. It used God. to be a show, didn't it? Yeah, dude. No, that was the clap. <laughs> that's no, not that's what you have. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. not a show, Howie. That's something you're still working through. <laughs> oh. But you've got it so bad that you get confused I now. Do. I do. have Walter Groggins in it. Walter Goggins? Yeah, I don't think the slap did, but I don't know that for sure. The Groggins? It, he was in Unicorn and Justified, and he was a trans lady on uh, Sons of Anarchy. Hey, um, there you go. What is this podcast? I have no What's idea. What's her name? 340. Huh? Are we 340 already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 340. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are, we're up to date on posts? We are up to date on posts. For, I mean, for now. <laughs> After the dump. We're already the behind. I, I, I had a moment of panic earlier this week. And then it immediately subsided, and I'm like, "You're not used to not having that oh, hanging over you." I've, I've I've got them all posted. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good for another six months or so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back to Fly Casual, everybody. I'm Corey. Hello. Over there's Mike. Hi. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Over there's Howie Mask Control. <laughs> and crossbar down a few. Garrick Notch. Oh. Uh, mm. Tried to say something and didn't come out right. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Are you ready? <laughs> sounded like constipation. One, two, three. Sh- sh- Strike recording. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the fun we, we have really before st- we even start recording. I should really stop multitasking on recording. <laughs> we could all say that about it's ourselves. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Mike's cleaning out his ears right now. I am. And yeah. then I'm going to look at memes on TikTok. That's right. Hey, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's honest. At least he's honest. You look do at we, memes on do TikTok. Do we have any Mike? news aside from the TikTok slaps? Works? Not really. That's what Looking I had, but we jumped the gun and why not just hey, jump hey, right in? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. It, it couldn't man. wait. It was breaking news. It was I'm curious what Porkins has to say about Porkins' kid. Porkins' kid? About the, the slap heard around the world. I don't know that Porkins, Porkins is dead. Can't, can't. I don't think Porkins' kid. Porkins. Yeah, it can't come from Hoot. From the hoot, hoot or pork. yeah, he he finished off with that horrible movie you made me watch. But, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor I'm not going to start. The, the I listened to that episode and I'm ashamed. The Omega Crowd. <laughs> oh, that was the one. That was the Kirkland's vodka that was episode. The, that was the vodka episode. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, how did you guys put up? <laughs> I am ashamed. Well, because it's great when it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like watching Will Smith slap somebody. <laughs> it, honest, that's an apt comparison, if you ask me. It's like, hey, this horrible thing happened to someone else, and they really are taking it like a champ. <laughs> so, yeah, no problems at all. Well, then, should we jump right into our Batman talk? Let's do it. All right. Batman. I mean, just time for some porkins. Oh, well, that's not jumping right in.
I don't know if y'all know this, but, you know, Batman, when it come out, he had that suit, and that suit was all over everybody's cereal boxes. It was all over, like, cups and mugs. Everything was the bat suit and the bat logo and everything. You know what part of the bat suit you didn't see? Uh, nipples? Bat nipples? Well, the bat nipples didn't come along until Joel Schumacher stepped in and decided to put neon lights on everything. <laughs> That's what he did. Wang? But bat in Wang? Batman 1989, you didn't see that Batman's booth was Nike branded. What? Yeah, they were. What? what? I don't think I knew that. I did not. I did not know huh. that. That's bad product placement. Yeah. They cut a deal for product placement, but they didn't really want to show it. And they're like, well, let's just give him Nike boots. <laughs> and, right. and and they actually did make the Nike. Nike designed the, the, the boot the insert. Boots. And, uh, boot. and Michael Keaton quite enjoyed them. Mm. Let's talk about some stuff, guys. Oh, interesting. So the Batman has just come out. So we're going to talk oh, Batman, Batman 89. Yeah. <laughs> this is how 40-somethings rebel against society moving Agreed. on without them. Agreed. I'm with you. I'm I'm just one of the greatest the intro songs of Hells, all yeah, it time. Is. Yeah. This is still how I associate Batman. Me too. Me too. The next time I go see a Batman movie and this song plays, it's going to be like when we saw Superman Returns and it was yes, playing the classic theme the after they were denying all that. Hells yeah. And we immediately, like as soon as a you and I are like, oh, oh I'm finished. <laughs> I can go home. I can die now. Yeah. That's the drop. Ready? Here comes the beat. Uh, uh, yeah, Hell yeah, son. I only think of the animated series when I hear this. Uh, I honestly, the best part for me when I go back and watch the early episodes of the animated series when it was still rough is that song. Yeah. So yeah. Hard. That, well, I mean, that in. song it's legitimized intro, this cartoon. Mm -hmm. Nobody was asking for a Batman cartoon. Well, and it hits, and then they're using the theme from the movie sure. and on the, and the visual styles. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, they are, they are uh, also, you know, People of uh, of 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 consequence. I don't have the words right now. Memes are lost. The thing you have to I understand thought. too is we. Saw, I mean, this we're talking eighty nine. Prior to this movie, all we had of Batman was Batman. The Batusi man. Yeah, right? been doing the Batusi. Back in Mike's Bat prime, that's Batman when that came is out. ubiquitous now, right? Same I mean, bat so time, same Bat. I mean, channel. these kids yeah, now, they right. don't know what it's. What it's the like to grow up without Batman. Mm -hmm. You're right. So, like, no, Batman, no. Uh, yeah, back in, the, like, no, even in comics, Batman wasn't respected. Right. Well. Right. Until Frank Miller came out with Dark Knight Returns. And then uh, Alan Which, Moore. That's only a few killed. years before the movie, right? Yeah. So that's what re-sparked the interest in Batman. Because, you know, Warner Brothers has been trying to make this movie for 10 years before 89. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then... Frank Miller came out, and then The Killing Joke came out, and people were like, ooh, we like this dark Edgy. Batman. Yeah. Edgy, yeah. This is not like Super Friends at all. Warner Brothers <laughs> like, well, let's try While wow, the iron's hot. Sorry, that guy that did Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the Pee-wee guy. The one who wants to make weird PG-13 animated films that Disney does not want to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this really was groundbreaking at the time. Prior to this, I mean, we had, you know, we had the Superman movies, 
We had the you know, the, we had the Donner and sequels. Right. Yeah, the and Donners. The Donners, start. which are works of art, and then the sequels. in in their own right. <laughs> in my in my book, they're Were works they? of art. I okay, still love are. them, but they are they're like my my daughter would not sit through those. She would laugh her way out of the room. Probably, but yeah. I don't care. That's what I grew up on. That's what Supergirl, I love. Supergirl, nineteen eighty four. It was right? it was heck yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> hell yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> but, Woo, I mean, Helen. That was, that was a close. I mean that. It's 1979 Superman, you know, the movie. I mean, that was the closest we had to a legitimate... You believe that a man can fly. fly. I mean, that and was it's a, true. The like, that's the first time it looked like someone was flying. Right. Yeah. And then and then things kind of soured with Superman 3 and Superman 4. Wait a minute. For Wait a minute. Let's bring in Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah. This will this be good. This is a Venn diagram <laughs> that can't lose. <laughs> Oh, and then the quest well, for peace. Well, you also had the the TV show. Uh, um, yeah, Lois and Clark was it? Well, um, not not at this point. Like this actually, this I believe that this movie helped generate interest in that because that was in the nineties. Yeah, was that in the nineties? Early nineties. Right. Yeah, it came out okay, soon 90s, after, yeah. I believe. So, I am not looking at facts. So, I am looking you know, at my brain. Off, Fair I mean, warning. Quest for peace was maybe eighty five or eighty six, maybe. Uh, so yeah, it would have been right around the time we moved to Chicago. Were cooling, yeah. and, and maybe that was around the time I guess the Dark Knight comic came out, maybe, and started renewing well, that interest. But I would, um, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, I'm almost glad it took them a little bit longer to get to that Batman movie. Well, and it took time for well, comics to sink in. We didn't have sure. the internet to tell everybody right. to go. You had to talk to your local nerd. I would posit to say, like this, that <laughs> the the '89 Batman Thank movie you. is what sparked the superhero yeah, genre movement. 100%. Right. We would yeah. not I mean, have what no... we have. We would not have Avengers. Mm-hmm. We would not have any of that crap and work for Batman 89. Superman in the early 80s ain't, wasn't no, it, no, it couldn't huh? carry. It. I mean, it was. I mean, it was a start. Superman was a start. Sure. Some people would point to like X Men from 2000 and stuff and say that was kind of the start of the modern. Never would have happened without Batman agree, 89. See, and I agree with that 100. percent Because you know why that stuff became important? Because Batman was like a bunch more films, and right. Marvel was sitting there going, "We really need to find a way to get in onto this." <laughs> so, like, you know what? I got an idea. Let's sell our properties to every big studio, right? And then eventually get bought by Disney and buy them all back. Right. <laughs> this, except this for the kind of, Sony ones. This movie also represents like Warner Brothers going whole hog against cross market platform or marketing. Like I'm going. You, you look at Star hog. Wars, and they, you know they had the toys, but you had to send away for them, mm. and they didn't. They didn't come in the mail till after the movie came out. So Batman. I don't know if you guys remember. <clears throat> it was everywhere, dude. It everywhere. was. Yes. It, I had right. so little Batman toys, and I think back, and I don't know why. Like yeah, that was prior to the movie. Yeah, they were making action figures, toys, cups from Taco Bell. I think. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Pretty much Batman branded anything they Everything. could possibly oh, do. Remember all the crappy the action game. figure lines that movies would come out with, like Karate Kid, where it was like it wasn't a good action figure, but you put him on a pedestal and hit a button and turn it and like <laughs> kick something down. Yeah. They have Batman versions of that crap, like sure. anything. Right. I yeah. did. I remember buying the Batman cereal, and it came with a plastic. Batmobile bank shrink wrapped to the cereal box. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was very risky on their part because they didn't have no idea how this movie was going to do. It was, you know, they, they bring in all the, uh, bring in all these people who, you know, I mean, yeah, they got, it was a risk. They You're got right. Nicholson and everybody loves Nicholson, but Keaton, nobody wanted Keaton. 
Yeah, right. He's like well, a comedian. I don't even think Keaton. They didn't want they didn't <laughs> want like, Nicholson at first. Uh, oh, for no, Bat- they wanted Nicholson. They, 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 they oh they couldn't get him. They wanted him as Joker. Well, like, that was they tried to get Lithgow at one point. Ugh. And Lithgow well, can talk. He says he talked them out of it because he had no idea. Good man. And they wanted Pierce Brosnan. Oh, weird for Bruce Wayne. Oh, no, that for Bruce I mean, Wayne. I, I thought you were like saying Joker for Bruce no. Wayne. I understand that. I actually understand both those picks. I still, I always say Lithgow's a funny guy and he's an incredible actor. He, like Lithgow has way more range than the totality of his yeah. career implies. Just and I, the, anyone that doesn't disagree should watch all of Third Rock from the Sun. Or, or watch the season of Dexter he was on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even yeah, when he's got the MS yeah, yeah, in the Planet yeah. of the Apes. Yeah, 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 yeah. How he's singing Russian wordless songs at us. <laughs> Keaton was a huge risk, though. You're right. Oh, I mean, dude, I just, he was Mr. Mom. I was going to say, he was the, I'm big. I mean, he was, he was a big actor in the day. But, <laughs> but his he he all of his movies uh, uh, yes, were off-kilter. Off-kilter, comedic. comedic. I mean, at this point, Beetlejuice hadn't come out, right? Yeah, it came out the year before. Mm. Beetlejuice came out the year before? Or Batman that did. sounds about right. 88. Okay. Uh, Beetlejuice came out in 88. So Beetlejuice was like the biggest thing since Mr. Mom. Nobody saw Johnny Dangerously. I nope. I and, and who would have seen <laughs> you dirty bastages? <laughs> who would have hired Johnny Dangerously to, pay, to right. play Batman? Right. Yeah. I, I just, still don't understand how yeah, it happened. I'm glad it did. Either. Me too. I was looking into, you know, because, you know, we got social media nowadays. And, what? You know, people are. Yeah. You have seen it? No. Do you remember the Heath media? Ledger got cast as Joker? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the Joaquin kind of Phoenix like thanked that, him, but but with uh, letters sent to newspapers and news stations around the country, how people hated Keaton. Oh yeah, didn't want him to play Batman. I was- I remember my dad, who does not say anything about movies. He's not into movie news. I remember when we found out that Michael Keaton was playing Batman because we watched Mister Mom a lot yeah. on VHS when yeah. I was a kid. My, my I remember my dad going, I don't know if I would have picked him. Yeah. Which is like, whoa, dad's pissed. Because <laughs> oh, no. he does not. Settle down, old man. I know. He does not care about this stuff at all. So he must be really riled to even say something. That was funny because speaking of marketing, I looked it up and uh, Keaton actually, part of his contract was to get a percentage of marketing. So he's making money before even the movie came out. Oh, man. Well, so I guess it makes sense, but. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if part of that like was millions taking millions of dollars. <laughs> I wonder if part of that was just like getting paid less so he could have the part, and then just yeah. taking out of the marketing. I think so. Probably they were really dumb to give that to him. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they. They. I know. That uh, obviously Nicholson shows how much cut. they thought it would. You know, do how well it would do. Yeah, I'm telling you, <clears throat> that movie came out. Oh well, wait. Before we talk more about the movie, hey, Garrick. What? You know how you and I both had the same first CD, the Jurassic Park soundtrack? Uh-huh. Yeah. How soon after that did you have the Batman soundtrack? Oh man. Uh not well, I can't oh, man, I don't remember. Batman soundtrack was my third CD. I did the I did the you remember the was it the one where you send away and you get 10 free CDs? <laughs> oh, you were down. <laughs> what was that called? What was that uh, club? I forget. I remember in college, there were still a bunch of college students scamming that Columbia House. No, something like that. That sounds right. Columbia House. Columbia House. I don't know. But I, yeah, I, I scammed it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have the one with the yellow Batman logo or the one with the with the bat wing up in front of the moon? The, uh, I think it was the moon bat wing. 
Yeah, that's what I had, which was more of the orchestration. The only song, I think it might have had Trust, the song that we opened with, the Prince song, but it didn't have any of the rest of the Prince stuff. All the promotional songs. It was all, It was almost yeah. all the... I need, uh, to, I need to dig that out again. Yeah. I need to. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember like everybody was crazy over this movie, and I remember my parents were actually nervous about me going to see it. Really? Just because I had the book dark? It looked dark, and noir, <laughs> right. like action noir wasn't you guys, a thing. You guys, I mean, I was ninth grade when this came out, so you guys were a little bit younger. Dude, I was, was like, I was like grade. fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would have been concerned, too, probably. Yeah, my parents were really nervous about it. Um, I don't remember how I talked it. Maybe I just nagged them to death. But <laughs> we went and saw it. Yeah. We definitely yeah. went and saw it as a family. Mm-hmm. What 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 date did it come out? What month? Uh, release date was June. Well, yeah, June twenty third. Okay, so we would have had we would have gone to see it by itself because we would do family movie day around that time in December where we see a bunch of movies and I could always get away with seeing stuff I wouldn't otherwise see because we would see like four movies in a day. But no, we must have gone out specifically to see that one. Oh man, June twenty third, June. Forty-eight million dollars to make it, which is was a lot back then. Yeah, it is a lot of money. It's a lot of money back then, but at the same time, four hundred and eleven point six million. There's alone worldwide. There's like no CG in the movie. Mm. You know, there's there's a little bit of stop motion effects, and I mean animation. Yeah, a little bit of animation of um, Tim Burton. I mean, prior to this, he'd done Beetlejuice and, I mean, the, of the big he things, big Pee-wee and, and Beetlejuice. Yeah. I mean, everything else was kind of small. And Disney pain. was waiting for him to prove himself before they'd be willing to do Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> according to movies that made us. Oh, well, <laughs> yes, there you go. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, even he was, I, mean, I don't want to say he was unproven. I mean, I guess Pee-wee. Pee-wee's and, Big Adventure was not nationally acclaimed. No, Let's be honest. That's no. a cult film. Right. Yeah. True. We loved it when we were, I mean, I loved it. When Beetlejuice. I wasn't was allowed to watch it too, when I was but, a kid. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of um, big question marks, a lot of risks that Warner Brothers was taking at, yeah. at this time. I mean, you know, they didn't go with the, you know, the big name producer and, and director and they didn't go with the big name actor, you know, yeah. other than Nicholson, obviously. But right. And that was a draw. And maybe that's the formula they were looking for. That's what Superman did. And- did okay. Frank and Weenie. I'm a, yeah, he did Frank, did, did and, Frank Weenie. and Weenie. I remember that. <laughs> I remember all of bad. us kids pretending to be really into Frank and Weenie just because we knew it was Tim Burton <laughs> and he did Batman. <laughs> Look, Daniel Stern. Um, I don't recall knowing like okay as a kid i didn't know anything about it, but like i look back on it like look at the cast and and you're saying jack nicholson was like the one draw mm-hmm. how much of a draw was jack nicholson at the time was he fresh off the witches of eastwick i mean yeah no i mean he'd still probably right the, the shining had been a, the shining had been a while earlier sure, right you know he i feel like this but he was still a proven quantity he was but i feel like this one re-legitimized Sure. His career, yeah, too. Yeah, no, I would say, yeah, because he had a lot of big movies in the 90s. Yeah, I think as but in the 80s, I think most of his movies were just kind of like... True. Hmm. I would... Yeah, you're right. Not much better than how yeah, Michael Keaton... Shining was 1980. Yeah. Was it 80s? Really that late? Man, that movie's dated. He was he was in The Postman Always Rings Twice. Duh. <laughs> I'm just proud that I was able to pull Witches of Eastwick out. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I Jack Nicholson wasn't anywhere on my little kid radar. 
Um, the other um, big name Biggie in this Bale. was uh, Kim Basinger. I mean, this was early-ish in her career. Very early-ish, yeah. But also, she was like the hottest thing in yeah, Hollywood. Sure. But it wasn't supposed to Very be her. up and coming. Wasn't. Last second. Okay. Because What's-Her-Nuts fell off a horse and broke her arm. What's her name? That actress that fell off the horse and broke her arm. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. No. Carrie Fisher. I can't remember her uh, name. <laughs> Superman. No. Dame. <laughs> oh, no. He Dame Judy Dench. I don't know. It, that's the one. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Sean Young. Sean Young. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. It was supposed to be Sean Young. I'm and- a Sean Young fan, even though she's... Shit, bat shit crazy. She, that's and that's I. <laughs> I was pretty sure that I was not confusing her for the bat crap you know crazy what? one, but I could. I didn't want to commit to it. Hey, I, she uh, was a Dune, guys. <laughs> that's why I, she uh, was crazy too much the spice. Interesting thing about her too is that she and and this makes a lot more sense because I know she had really pined to be have the Catwoman role in the second one. I did not know that. Oh yeah, to the, to the point. I didn't where mean she to say that up, like Dana Carvey doing. She Johnny, showed up I did not to know the. That. Uh, she showed up to the. Uh, um, oh, what is it? When you try out <laughs> audition. She showed up to the audition. Well, you and I are showing in our full age full regalia. Buddy. I mean, she had a Catwoman costume on and everything. I mean, she pined hard for it and uh, was overlooked. I've never looked at Sean Young as. I mean, there's Blade Runner, and that's it yeah, in my dude, mind. Well, Come on. Yeah, there's, there is Dune. I, I saw Dune last year, and she was not in it anywhere. No, well, not that one. What about Ace Ventura, man? I mean, come on. That's the only other movie I think of. <laughs> Literally the only one. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. She's a pretty lady. Kim Basinger was the last-minute grab, and I can't imagine anybody else playing Vicky Vale. So her nervous energy in that role yeah. was so perfect. It, it really I've, was, yeah. I've only seen a couple few. Kim Basinger or Kim Bassinger, however you want to say Kimmy's name. How do you say this? Yeah, I, I've only seen a, really a couple of her movies, and... I love her in this movie. You're right. When you say Vicky Vale, that's who. That's the face I see. Yeah. When you say the name. When Vicky Vale would show up in the cartoon, I What's just wanted song? her to look more yeah. like Kim Basinger. Vicky Vale or whatever. Vicky Vale will always be blonde because of Kim Basinger. Truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that she, she was ever silent. in the comics, but she's like she's now part of the Bat Lexicon. She, she is. In the, she was in the comics. I think she has red hair. Before the movie. Yeah, before the movie. Oh, she see, I didn't know that. She's an old. I don't think she's very popular, but I think she's like in, since the forties or something. Oh, I did not know that. What about Knox? <laughs> uh, I don't know about Knox. He was. Hey, he was in. Knox. He Johnny? was in Flashpoint in the Knox? Flash TV series. That's the important part. Yeah. He was the first so, scene in the whole convergence of the universes. It was the in the Tim Burton Bat universe. Knox sitting on a park bench. And was, Harvey Dent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Lando Calrissian as Harvey Dent in this movie. Yep. He, he, oh, yeah. He was, Truth. He was yeah. looking so forward to playing Two-Face after, because they, they promised him he, he would play Two-Face. Yep. And then Tim Burton was like, nah, we're going to ditch all the cast except the main Batman guy. Yep. And just do for, it for the sequel. Story. By the way, a little bit of trivia there, besides the fact that Lando played Harvey Dent. Billy D, Billy D, Billy um, D. A little bit of trivia here. The, 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 
the scene where he's giving his speech and he's got the flags in the background. Yeah. The one flag for Goth- the Gotham City flag is yeah. actually the state of Indiana flag. Is it really? Yes. And it says <laughs> Gotham City. I did not yes. know that. Yes. That's yes, hilarious. Yes. Yeah. That so so it's official. Gotham is Gary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. The only place it could be. And Chicago is Metropolis because it's right across the water. That's across the water. <laughs> yeah. Across the water. We figured it out. Yep. <laughs> We've got, we decoded <laughs> um the DC Vinci code nailed it. So we talked a little bit about the the cast and and the director. I know we're doing this backwards. We got to cool talk a little bit about the music. I mean, this is a Danny Elfman Dan- masterpiece. masterpiece. This is like when I was a kid. I, by the, the way, I'm going back and I'm looking what he had done prior to that. Academy Award he had done winner, like Danny well, he done Beetlejuice. And again, that was at the same time. Pee Wee, Back to School. Pee Wee <laughs> I mean, yeah. was his first so, major movie. <laughs> Scrooge, you done Scrooge, uh, came Scrooge out. Scrooge has before. decent music. That's actually, that's underrated. Oh, yeah. right there. Batman, yeah, I mean, in movie. terms of scores, mm-hmm. I mean, that, I mean, that's a kin. I mean, that's like a on par with, I mean, you go from doing, you know, Scrooge or Back to School and you're doing, you're doing next, you're on the level with John Williams. So at school... You know, the following school year, we're all talking about Batman, first day of school, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember my young, dumb butt thinking he knew everything, saying, I love John Williams. <laughs> and and my, my friend Mike, I, I, I remember it being my buddy Mike, who probably doesn't listen to the show, but I think he has before. And, and I apologize, Mike, if you're listening, it wasn't you. But my buddy Mike goes, I don't think it's John Williams. I'm like, dude. All the scores like this are John Wayne. <laughs> These are all. I, I knew what I was talking about, <laughs> and then when I find out this this Danny Elfman guy. Yeah. I was like, whoa! And I remember at this point, I'm sitting with my cousin Steve, who I'm never hanging out with my cousin. It's You're all like- all people from the podcast are the people in my stories. They have your names. Wait yeah. till Garrett shows up. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting with my cousin Steve, and uh, and we're listening to it. He's like, yeah. Well, how about that soundtrack? I'm like, it's amazing. He's like, Oingo Boingo, right? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. And I go, Boingo and I'm guy? like, I'm like, what? And he starts playing some Oingo Boingo, yes. and I'm like, what is nice. this? What is going on? My poor child brain What's was melting. <laughs> He's like, Oingo Boingo, right? And I'm looking at him like, I'm a small child. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I listened to the radio. (laughs) Years ago. (laughs) I listened to Charlie and Tony in the morning. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the the dude from Oingo Boingo writes one of the greatest orchestrations uh, ever. He's a fucking genius, man. He He is. is. He's a mad genius. Yeah. Like, he's like... I think uh, Tim Burton was like, hey, you want to score Pee Wee with me? And he's like, I don't know how to do that. It's like, oh, it's, it's no problem. Just do it. And he ended up, <laughs> I don't remember the score to Pee Wee, but it's amazing he could do it. Oh, it's yeah. think, think of like the fun house. And it, I mean, it'll co- start coming to you. Well, I mean, just think of Danny Elfman music. <laughs> Lots of minor chord, minor keys right. and, and like weird timing and you know, but here's the charging thing about, marches. Here's the thing about Danny Elfman, though. I mean, we make fun of John Williams sometimes because... We, you know, all his music. It's like yeah, oh, a lot of his music has Harry Potter sounds like Home Alone know. sounds <laughs> right, like. Yeah, right. they, there's a lot of Star connective Wars. tissue. Yes, right. Danny Elfman, Marion's theme, Leia's theme, almost the same. I mean, and Elfman has his own style, but every still, everything is different. Even it really though is. you can smell him, you're only smelling him because it seems like no one else is able to do what he does. Sure. 
Like no one else is able to make the exciting charging off kilter sound mm-hmm. that he can make. It's not that it's a narrow. It's not like it's a, a narrow compartmentalized style. Mm-hmm. It's this giant thing that he can play the, in this huge playground and no one else seems to know how to touch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's crazy to think of the Batman score, which is you know verbose, very loud. You know, bump, 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 oh. timpani. Type. We, then he's, he we does, lost him. Uh, we lose the. We lost the Garrick. No. We lost him mid sentence. That's the worst way to lose him. <laughs> I feel like the last few times we've lost Garrick, it's like, been wow, mid sentence. <laughs> and he's talking about Danny Elfman, which is something that he's like the expert on amongst us. I know. So we're gonna have to wait and let him do his, finish his right. comments. But yeah, but but so, but. Yeah, yeah. but what? It says we have to restart. Well, hopefully it's it's on his end and not us. <laughs> well, I can't do anything with this. We're not going to say another word about the soundtrack. No. Yeah. So we'll let's, let's, up, yeah, we'll pick that back up so, when we get Garrett I mean, back. Okay. So what do you remember going in and, you know, the, the, the movie starts? What I mean, number what one, do you remember taking away from that? Well, first off, I remember thinking that one of the punks that he beats up in the opening scene on the roof yeah. looked like the dude from Family Ties that was Mallory's boyfriend. <laughs> okay. That, you know, he's beating up the two guys. And I just remember one of them looked like the yo guy from Family Ties, right? Nick. And I don't, it might actually be. I have never verified it because I'm just now remembering my pre internet self going, I think that's Nick from Family Ties. But you know what, though? That opening scene, though, was something. I mean, it was really, I mean, it, who are you? Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm Batman, you yeah. know, and, and just, well, and taking the corners and you just shadow in the background, well, and, you know, <laughs> we, we took 99% of the, of the movie going public to a completely different place when they're, I mean, all their exposure up to them was super friends in the Batusi, yes, right? right? Mm-hmm. And, and suddenly you've got this dude striking from the shadows and these guys who are scared to death. death I mean, yeah. I know that Nolan and Bale took it even further sure. with Batman Begins, yeah. But this was the first time we were seeing Batman using fear yeah, as right. a weapon. Correct, yeah. For and, most and people. As much as I like, you know, the, the newer Batmans and, and Nolan yeah. and all that stuff, that first time you, you see, you know, Batman, like you said, using fear makes my, just makes my hair stand up on edge. You right. Know? I'm just like, ooh, you know. Yeah. It's like, it was so unexpected. I just, you know, again... You know, we're we're young at this time. The only exposure is more of the slapsticky type stuff. So right. to see something like this was just really I don't want to say it was jarring, but it was it, it everybody was had to everybody had spin. to adjust right. their expectations sitting there <laughs> and all that. For me it was that and the gothic styling of Gotham City. And, oh my god. Oh, Timothy yeah, Burton great. on that. Garrick, we said we're not allowed to talk about soundtrack till you come back since yeah. you're the Danny Elfman expert. Let's pick up let's no, pick up awesome. That's let's all pick up <laughs> That's all you're gonna say. I was gonna say we can do soundtrack. I was like, we're gonna circle back. We're gonna set pieces. So Uh, top five soundtracks all time, easily. Yeah, easy. Uh, Oh yeah. I used to um, at at night. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I had I've I've mentioned many times on podcasts that I as a child had horrible insomnia, like just debilitating. I would I would maybe get three four hours sleep a night, tops. Right, and I would once I'd fall asleep, I'd stay asleep, but I just couldn't calm my brain down. And I would listen to, and this is probably not helping. I would listen to Waltz to Death on repeat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. It's that song where the Joker's got Vicky and he's just dancing her oh, around. I mean, I used to listen to a lot of classical music and mm-hmm. Waltz to Death sounds like 
like somewhere between like it sounds like almost like Tchaikovsky or like more upbeat than Tchaikovsky. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, I, I, that's probably the worst example I could provide, but <laughs> but it sounds like late classical music. Yeah. And it, it's got it's got that carnival lilt to it as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. Go with the Joker from, you know. Yeah. And there's the thing is, there's no there's there's barely any minor keys except on kind of like the, the, the tail end of it. You know, da -na 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 -na. Na, na, na. like it's it's more upbeat it's not doing the elfman lean it, it's but it's upbeat to a creepy degree mm -hmm. you know right. and i used to listen to that song all night long and i honestly would go into a trance and fall asleep listening to waltz to death <laughs> and now you know why i'm the way i am <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah yeah like well you guys are talking about the the theme i guess the the general look and feel of gotham city <sighs> right i, I mean it's it was on purpose to be this mishmash. So you got the gothic type architecture, yes. you got the art deco. Right. But the people are driving around like eighties cars and dress like they're yeah. in the eighties. And right. everything's it, dirty and industrial. Yeah, right. Yeah, everything's so gross. There's trash everywhere if you look. It's everything's like wet cleaning up. And it's, it's it's wet with water, oil, grease. Who knows? I feel like yes. Burton yeah. was able to achieve a perfect marriage between because you wanted it to feel real, right? We yeah. didn't want it to feel, you know, the old comic booky Super Friends, right? You know, but it's still you still wanted to dip the toe in the fact that this is a comic. You know, this is a superhero, yeah. right? Yeah. So he it was, had he so was, there was a marriage between the real world and you know something in a way that i don't feel like anybody's really done that well since i mean they tried everybody's trying to copy right. now it. of course nolan went the hyper realistic route so well I mean, yeah so okay so the way i look at the way burton style got them is yeah art deco so it's like the chicago art deco mm -hmm. plus the like 1800 chicago everything's covered in coal soot mm -hmm. plus the <laughs> new york like uh garbage uh, uh, the the garbage strikes of the late seventies, and just rain, mm -hmm. all mixed into one amalgamation. Mm -hmm. And Nolan said, "Yeah, but what if it's just Chicago?" But like at <laughs> right. night, yeah, right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I yeah. mean, not not near. I mean, I get what he was going for. I mean, he wasn't trying to. Be he wasn't stylized. trying to be comic booky no. at uh, all. But right. Tim Burton has a style of his right. Own, he though. well, yeah. Uh, several yeah. <laughs> but yes like when it would batman's driving through the woods that's probably the most i i don't know if i watched it today or tried to at least and that's probably the most tim burton tim burton in all of that movie because like the trees are just flying right at your face yeah it's the only thing being lit <laughs> right yeah, yeah. i have not and watched this movie in, cage, in over a decade but i remember cage. it so well, it's, clearly it's kind of funny because we, we kind of last minute picked oh, this yeah. one to do and oh, yeah. uh but now, you know, after we picked it and, and we're talking about it, I'm like, I got to go. I got to watch that. Yeah. I'm ready to go back and watch mm -hmm. the Batman movies. Yep. Seriously. Absolutely. Um, so, okay. There's parts that still hold up. <laughs> I'm sure. Have you ever. Like, uh, have you almost ever all of them. Dance, dance with the devil in the, the pale moonlight. The pale moonlight. <laughs> I knew someone was going to hey, say uh, it eventually. So how. One of the most quotable lines in, in the probably Random line in the. Or No. No, the most random line in the movie is, uh, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. <laughs> yeah. I'm Batman. That was a little... Want to yeah. get nuts? Come on, let's there, get nuts. He was not. like full on Beetlejuice in that second. So, okay, so the, the Joker's backstory. So I know, and I don't know how the comics and Garrick's going to be able to... Joe Chill. ...comment on this better than me, but like like, like Bruce Wayne's backstory, you know, where the parents are killed... 
I, so, you know, that's some always per, some same. portrayals are that it was it was the Joker. Other it's, portrayals yeah. are that it's not the Joker. I don't think it was. I don't know if it was portrayed as the Joker in the comics part of this point, but the accepted story, the most canon story, is that it was Joe Chill. But there's different things where Joe Chill was working for the Joker. Like even in uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, they kind of alluded to it could have been Joe Chill, but he was like wearing the Joker mask, like he was part of the big Joker riot, like. They often like to relate it back to the Joker because Batman and Joker are the they're opposites in a way, but exactly alike in a different way. So mm -hmm. there's a, a beautiful symbiosis between those two characters mm -hmm. that make the Joker my favorite villain and Batman like one of my favorite heroes mm -hmm. because their flaws are close enough. And of course, but they're opposite enough that Batman hates it, and doesn't want to recognize it. But the Joker loves the fact that they're so similar, mm -hmm. you know, right. And I. I love that. Yeah, I like that they added that parody in there. Yeah, you know, throughout the the movie, the Joker's like, "You made me. You pushed me into that bad I acid." Know. I know. Yeah. yeah, and then they made it so Joker was the criminal who killed his parents. Yeah, and it, at one point, it's like Batman's like, "You killed my parents. You made me." So you get that like endless cycle, it's kind of a yeah, right? Uh, yeah, like crime and trying to stop the crime of these two hurt people who are just hurting each other over and over again. Yeah, I, mean, I, I it it's a deviation from the source material, but I I, I think they I love it, it was a good it was a good deviation. And, I mean, it and really was for wide audiences especially. Well, and and for the time, I mean, that's I mean, just what Garrick's pointing out there that kind of that circular view of of those two together, the yin and the yang. I mean, that's 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 good writing. I don't yeah. always <laughs> love pigeonholing Batman to the Joker, but I do love. I like their relationship to be a little more special than his relationship with the other villains. Like, to be honest with you, gosh, it's into the, from the Batman animated series all the way up to like the DC movies and you know, up until like the last 10 years, cause they've gone kind of like crackers for a while. But, um, you know, even the exploring the deeper relationships with the different, with the different Robins, with the, with Rosh Al Ghul, Talia Al Ghul, all that stuff like i love how deep that goes mm -hmm. but on a completely unrelated unrelated note the joker exists outside of all of that like yeah back in the 60s series the joker used to team up with everybody and in the early animated series joker would team up with penguin and stuff sure. like that but since then it's like the joker is it's other than you know harley quinn obviously mm -hmm. it's kind of his own thing mm -hmm. And there's like, but there's all this miasma of related things in this Batman universe, you know, and I'll call it that for lack of a better term with the Lazarus pits and all that, like there, all this stuff meets everywhere and there's all these, but the Joker and Batman doesn't need any of that. Sometimes it connects, but it doesn't need any of that because their relationship is just so unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was the right move to pick Joker in the first one. Yeah. Nowadays, we save Joker for number two, number three. We hint sure. at it with some playing cards. Right. <laughs> but it was because everybody knows you can't go out and shoot your wad first time because it was done so effectively. Sure. Right. Back then yeah, that anything you? else would be cliche. Mm -hmm. You know, not saying that Heath Ledger wasn't a good Joker, but they couldn't do it right away. No. They had to confuse everybody by claiming that that uh, Qui-Gon wasn't Ra's al Ghul until the end of the movie, <laughs> but gave him Ra's al Ghul hair, and I'm still mad about that. I am still mad about the fact that I could not enjoy Batman Begins. Eh, I still do. It's I a good movie, but the whole time I'm in the theater going, if he ain't Ra's al Ghul, why's he got his hair? <laughs> the whole movie. And then finally admitted, I went, thank you. Okay, 
Now I can go back and watch the movie and enjoy it. Now that I understand what the hell's going on. I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know. Yeah. Okay. So the Batmobile, the best one. I, I, I don't think anyone has ever even come close. No, everything personally. else looks like cardboard and toothpicks <laughs> compared to that badass. And my friends, I have sat in that Batmobile. You have technically well, one of the, one. Oh, it was over at, uh, it was over at the, the auction. It, yeah. It, so they? actually, it wasn't the one. It wasn't one from the first film. It was one from the second film, Batman Returns. Okay, uh, but same style. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had because uh, all he did was return. There were yeah. So, uh, so there were six of them between the screen ready ones and the ones that were produced specifically to be used for marketing purposes. There were six. At one point, he owned four of the six. When I worked for him, he wow. owned three of the six. One of them was in the museum. Mm-hmm. One of them was. Up on the sign by the highway, up oh, on top. Yes, I remember that this, was yeah. an actual marketing one. Really? And then a screen used one was in his personal collection in his giant garage right next to the screen used duck that Penguin comes up out of the floor in. Really? Yep. They were wow. in his his personal garage had like 50 cars in it that were like. He was, uh, the he was really, something else. Yeah, Discord just did a thing. <laughs> Discord. You guys have to get that uh, looked at. Wait, we still have a Garrick? Yeah, I'm here. It back, logged us baby. out and logged us back in or something, or you. But yeah, I, I actually, like, I didn't climb. Oh, my elbow. Oh, was your elbow was leaning on a key? Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> that was straight up, just Howie. But, like, I didn't actually sit in the seat, yeah. but we had the door open, and, like, I was leaning over and, like, touching the dashboard yeah. and all stuff. Nice. And that one was actually powered to, to by drive. the jet engine. By the jet, en- there <laughs> yes. was a jet engine. Yeah, you know the thing yeah. on the back that yes, shoots flames. I know, I I know. It was a legitimate jet. <laughs> this not on all of them. <laughs> this one had a legitimate like turbine engine on really? the back that wow. powered it. It was not street legal. <laughs> Doesn't sound like <laughs> yeah. But you weren't allowed <laughs> to drive any of them anywhere. That you, if anyone who subsequently buys one of those vehicles has to sign a renewed contract with Warner Brothers. Really? On where the how it can be displayed and where it can be used. It huh. cannot be driven on, and none of them are allowed to be driven in public. Wow. At all. They don't have side mirrors? Probably. <laughs> no side <laughs> mirrors. <laughs> but they're also a lot smaller than you think. But I first noticed that when they opened up Batman the Ride at Six Flags, yeah. uh, Great America, and they had the replica there that was to scale. And this was years before. This is when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to it. I'm like, it's only this big? Yeah. They're really? And yeah, now that I've stood next uh-huh. to an actual one, they're only that big. It, was, it looks huge because the camera's always so low. It makes it look like this long, yeah, sure, you know, right. s- like 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 womanly curved angle. sleek yeah. thing. Right. But yeah, the uh, so they're hot. pretty small. They were that car actually excites me. Seriously, I made that thing out of Lego so many times. Nobody's even come close, man. I mean, the the other ones are fine. For the oh, other oh, I mean, the Schumacher whatnot, movies, they're just like add three fins on well, top that <laughs> that when it corners, they wiggle <laughs> loosely so like they're ridiculous. duct taped on and put blue neon lights everywhere. <laughs> so stupid. The tumbler. For the Nolan films, Tumblr was fine. I, Again, it was fine. It was not exciting so. in any way. No, not at all. I like the animated series one. It was just a, like a long rectangle with another rectangle on top. Yeah, and instead <laughs> of having the turbine, it was like the one from the movie. But instead of having a turbine nose on the front, it was just a grill from like a Bentley yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yeah. it was great. It was great. I like. Yeah. Wow, interesting. It had the same fins and back end as the one from the movies. The Batman, Batman, was it the one from Forever, Batman Forever, 
where I actually had the bat symbols on the hubcap. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And they didn't rotate. They had like ribs. <laughs> yeah. Ribs in the side. That's oh, the one. Those yeah. Sh- the, the blue neon light ribs. <laughs> That's the one that had the like one. Of, it was forever and Batman and Robin. One of them had just for no reason. Cause you know, this one had fins, bat fins on the wheel wells, mm-hmm. which were harkened back to like the fifties and stuff like that. And then they said, well, we need bat fins. So I think it was forever had one single fin that was like seven feet long. <laughs> yeah, right. Four middle, feet tall, right, right in the middle. And when it cornered, it wobbled like crazy on screen. They're like, just it's fine. It's fine. What are you gonna do with that fin, man? So then Batman and Robin comes out and they're like, What do we do with the fin? It wobbled. And they said, make two and put them at an angle. And so they have two that wobble like crazy, but they were bracing each other a little bit. It's so funny how you go from Batman and Batman Returns to the Schumacher films. Joel Schumacher was a nut. He was. I just remember that time, though. I mean, I was still... God rest his soul. Even when, you know, Batman and Robin and and Batman Forever came out. I mean, I was still really into those, and oh know, yeah, so wanted to oh, see. Oh, dude! Him. And holy he, rusted metal Batman actually caused me to laugh in I the know. theater. That's a disease. <laughs> yeah, we saw that together. No way, dude! Yeah. I would no. I, I didn't know you <laughs> no. then. Didn't you? No. no, that was in the 2000s when we yeah. met each other. This was well before. That was in the 90s. What did we? We saw something in Angola one time, and I thought it was a Batman and Batman movie. Well, we might have seen a Nolan film together. Maybe not. Eh, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, I, oh gosh. Yeah. Unless we went to some kind of throwback show. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I wondered if That's we did possible. That. That's possible. That's uh, possible. We used to do dumb stuff like yes, that. Yes, right. The old days. <laughs> the old days. Our kids need to grow up so we can go back to doing dumb stuff. Go <laughs> <laughs> exactly. a little, yeah, art but, house pictures. And <laughs> but yeah, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to go on too long. But I feel like talking. You know, Burton did the first two films, Batman yeah. Begins. We haven't talked about it a lot, but like to me, those are the two best Batman movies. Sure, right. Agreed. You know, especially in that time. There are year. parts of the more modern Batman movies. Well, not the modernist, but I haven't seen the Batman yet. I haven't either. Right. Shout out to Darth Joe Pesci on the on the Discord. Uh, big recommend from him. Uh, I plan to see it when I get a, as soon as I get a chance. It's just hard to see what's his name is Batman. Cedric Diggory. Yeah, that's yeah. what they said about Michael Keaton. I know, no, I know. I'm, no. But I've, I've seen pictures of him, and I'm like, <laughs> I've kept an open mind about him. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna watch it. And, yeah, you write angry letters. I've, I've seen pictures of him. I'm like, I'm not worried about know. him. It look like he fits the outfit. Yeah, I'm not I, worried about him as much as I'm worried about a the bat plate being made out of the gun that killed his parents because that just seems like a really masturbatory thing to do strange and also the fact that the last batman outings were awful (laughs) the the bat fleck batman is the worst batman Who's the worst Batman? Ben Affleck. I just, but I don't know if I can put that on Ben Affleck's I shoulders. Will. I can't yes, either. I, I'm I not will. a big Ben Ben Affleck fan. Me either. It's He's not. Fun. It's not about the actor. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we got it. It's not about the actor. I, it's about, I meant to do that. It's the Batman <laughs> that the actor plays. That's what we're talking. Well, about. I mean, who's the worst Batman? Who, the worst Batman movies are yeah, the Ben Affleck. The worst Batman. written ones. But I he, I didn't think he was terrible he's, in the role. You think he's worse than Val Kilmer? Or I didn't think Val I think Kilmer Clooney was might Clooney, have been the worst. Clooney was probably at the top, and I think Clooney would tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I've heard Clooney in an interview say that he should have never been offered that yeah, role. Yeah, but he was the hot, sexy dude he at was, the time. You're right. I mean, um, I kind of forgot about those two. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Yeah, 
I, I think Val Kilmer did okay, other than the bat smile. The smile was the worst offense that Joel Schumacher did, was when Batman gets the kiss from Nicole Kim and turns around and grins oh, at the camera okay. in the cowl. Oh, okay. That yeah. was dumb. That should not happen. Sure. Boo. But I think Val Kilmer was slightly better, at least at being Bruce Wayne. Sure. Than... Uh, I I felt like uh, George Clooney just brought nothing to it. No, and I like George Clooney, but he just he was, brought nothing. He was just being George Clooney. He yeah, was- yeah, right. Yeah, it was just George well, Clooney. What being George Clooney. Well, what else could you do in a movie? You know, let's put things on ice. Say, you know, like yeah. you had Schwarzenegger in the movie. There's, he was gonna outshine everybody. There was so. like eighty different villains in the. That is, that is one of the worst. That's probably the worst Batman. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, Bane. Hey, Batman freeze. (laughs) Please. I could probably watch Batman and Robin before Batman versus Superman. Ah, I could watch Batman and Robin sarcastic, like Mystery Science Theater. I can laugh at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Batman Batman versus Superman Superman still kind of hurts. We tried that when we first watched it and we were just all silent by the end because we were so depressed. I was laughing, but I was laughing at how depressed you all got because I had already gone through it by myself. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Batman. That's why and Robin I never is... watch any movies that you pick ever again. But see, Got Schumacher, him. like honestly, Burton came in to do Frank Miller on film. Schumacher came in to do the '60s TV show. Yep. Even in the Schumacher movies, <laughs> sure. absolutely. In the villains layers, anytime you were in a but villains he tried layer, to do it in the he tried to do it in the original Batman universe, which I think. <laughs> I know that's yeah. that's but, well, the I most mean, unfortunate part. No, I mean like <laughs> seriously, like neon lights and bad puns aside, in the villain's lair, go back and watch them. The cameras at a tilted angle. Yeah. Right. Because that's what they did in the sixties show. Yeah. Like he was literally trying to shot for shot redo the style of the sixties yeah. show. And that was dumb. Yeah. He right. came in which, not understanding what made the first two right. successful. Which is, is funny because well, there were plans. I, I, I heard an interview. Who was the guy that played Robin in those? I can't remember. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. D'Artagnan. Chris O'Donnell had um an interview not too long ago, and he was he was saying that he was actually signed on for like six pictures and all this stuff. And there was supposed <laughs> wow. to be there was supposed to be a whole expanded universe. Well, thing. dude, it's just like The Last Jedi. After I mean Batman. Batman Returns wasn't as good as Batman the Motion Picture, but it was still good. And it was it was off kilter, dark Christmas movie, right? right? The crowd showed up for forever because they thought sure. they were getting more. Right. Right. And so when Batman and Robin came out, the crowd right. didn't show up. Right. Batman and Robin, awful as it was, was the solo to Batman Forever's The Last Jedi. Right. <laughs> they Truth. thought that Batman Forever was great because the audience showed up. The audience showed up because, because of what of came last, before right, the last picture, right. and they it had they had to get to Batman and Robin before they realized before, that ooh this is unraveling. Yep, before it had already gone to pot well, and, three years and earlier. If you remember, I mean, there was the whole Tim Burton he was going to do a Superman movie and all that. So all that stuff was happening at that time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, and then. I mean, once I think once Batman and Robin came out, though, it was just like, okay. <laughs> they were scared. Warner Brothers was like, we need to pump the brakes and maybe take a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, we really hope somebody writes some books about some little English wizards and witches because we <laughs> we need to take some time off and regroup. <laughs> maybe maybe in 20 it years. It was a while. Geez. How, I mean, how long between Batman and Robin and, and the Nolan pictures? That was oh. Nolan was like, oh, eight? Maybe? Yeah. I Batman, can't even Batman begin Robin to. Robin came out in '97. Yeah, yeah. that's that was, that was almost 10, 11 years. years. Yeah, yeah. So. it was a hard reset. It took the Matrix. 
sure. No, that's honestly the Matrix to me was Warner Brothers dark action reset. Mm hmm. Sure. It took the Matrix for them to have the confidence to know even how to approach this anymore. Batman um, Begins came out in 05. 05, okay. So but not yeah, quite 10 See? Not quite 10 years. That's, uh, that's pre-production, production, and post-production of one big movie after the Matrix. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. The Matrix gave you Batman back. Matrix mm-hmm. gave us a lot of things. It really did. Thanks, the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> what a pal. <laughs> I Yeah, I think Clooney's the worst one through no fault of his own. But and then that's only like, but the thing is, Ben Affleck, he's one of the bad ones through no fault of his own. He did yeah. fine. Yeah, he, the look was fine. Uh, yeah, he's a very good fine. Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. But I, they didn't really give him much. Like, no, huh. they didn't give Bruce Wayne any time on the streets. He was always secret well, Bruce Wayne. Like, I know who Wonder Woman is, Bruce and Wayne. That's because and, of their approach on the whole thing, right? right? Because we didn't get standalone movies before. I mean, they did the opposite of what Marvel was doing. Yeah, right? they did. They gave us older Bruce Wayne who doesn't give a shiz no right. more. And and I mean, the first time we see Bruce Wayne is bats and soups, and so he's sharing screen time with Martha. <laughs> so I mean, there's no development for him yeah. for his version of the character. Yeah. So we're just thrown into it. Yeah. So, which is unfortunate, but it is. It is. But Batman eighty nine remains a classic. Yes. I still love Batman Returns solely as a follow up to Batman eighty nine, yeah. despite the fact Agreed. that it is a completely different it was story. Starting to go a little wonky. Yep. I mean, Penguin and some of his stuff was <laughs> they went a little overboard, but Danny DeVito was still kind of awesome. He was also awesome. shout out to Pee Wee, who was in Batman oh, Returns yeah, right. as Oswald Cobblepot's father. His father, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. A little Paul nice. Rubin That's snuck right. in. There. What about what about Batman Ninja? <laughs> uh, oh, Ninja Batman. Uh, That's a good one. The 20, in twenty eighteen, there are so many animated movies now. It's DC, got the best. It's got the best uh, Batmobile in it. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, I can give you that. What is it's it a like? Horse. A, horse. a horse. Oh, it's Batman oh. Samurai, like Samurai <laughs> yes. Batman. That, that it does say Batman is, Ninja on it, though. Weird. I've seen that movie. It of course, is insane. You have. It is yeah. completely insane. No one is ever going to question that you've seen the movie, Garrick. Yeah, I brought it up thinking you would immediately go, "Yeah." Also, okay. <laughs> who's? But insane. we asked who's the worst Batman. Who's the best Batman? There's only one right answer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Kevin Conroy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kevin Conroy, of course. Kevin Conroy is the uh, best Batman. Best, best Batman, man. Um, the voice of Batman for a of long cinematic. time. <laughs> yes, he was. You're right. Live action, though. I'll, Live I'll, action uh, between Keaton and, I guess, Christian Bale. Keaton was a little weird. I love it, yeah. but he was a little weird. A little I weird. think I think Christian Bale, outside of the bat growl... No. Yeah, the no, background and that always yeah. That's the Christian one Bale, thing I'm not a fan of Christian Bale. Oh, really? I I like Christian Bale for uh, he's a weirdo, obviously, and he's method and that annoys me. Right. But I like when he like when he plays shallow Bruce Wayne with the girls yes, and stuff right. like that. I feel like he nailed yeah, that. I agree. When he plays yeah, dour he plays Bruce shallow, Wayne, yeah, he nailed that. <laughs> when he yeah. plays dour like Bruce Wayne trying to, you know, turn into Batman, I feel like he did a great job there. I mm-hmm. I think it's it's a dead heat for me between Keaton and, and Christian Bale. Yeah. You know? Because I think Christian there was just more depth to Bruce Wayne in the Christian Bale in the Nolan movie. Now we have uh, what's his name to give consideration to after. Cedric. <laughs> Cedric Diggory. Yeah. We'll have Digger to do. We'll have to All circle right. back around and let you know. Revisit, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have to do a an actual the Batman episode. Yes, absolutely. 
So what are we all going to frolic out together? Make Garrick take his wife to the movies? Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's wrap it up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Another rousing episode of the podcast, formerly known as Flycast. I'm aroused. I'm I'm never (laughs) not aroused, really. Interesting. Really, especially when we're talking about the bat. Never goes away. It's the bat nipples. Gets me every time. (laughs) Uh, Won't you please run out wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice review. Uh, Go to betterkind.com. Join us on the Discord, Fly Casual Discord. Uh, that's where we chit and we chat and we uh, share random things that we find on the web that we find interesting. And the Mike dankest memes from TikTok, apparently. Yeah, Mike has been posting a lot of TikTok, TikTok on there. I don't know. We're just going to accuse you of it. Okay. Dark Joe Pesci is representing Instagram strong. <laughs> that's his go-to. He's an Insta boy. Uh, but yeah, we 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 like to share. We like to talk. Uh, join us there. We'd love to have you. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Ninety nine. Over there's Howie. <laughs> Baba beans? Mm-hmm. Over there's Garrick. I'm Batman. Wait. <clears throat> I'm Batman. Oh, no, I'm Batman. I'm, I'm Batman. Oh, damn it. I'm uh, Batman. There it is. I was I was trying to do I was trying to do Adam West. Now do it in B-52 form. <laughs> Hello, old chum. Adam I'm Batman. There you go. Adam Wee. <laughs> We're I'm Batman. I got me a car as big as a whale. <laughs> <laughs>